Thank you for listening to the bonus show. This is the Green Majority Bonus Show. This week we're talking a little bit about Trump and just the control of what's normal, sort of how you sort of frame what's what's normal in a, in a discussion using uh, Trump as an example. Uh, it gets a little bit messy, but we don't do it too long. Don't worry. It's short. Uh, so <laughs> we hope you enjoy the program. If you'd like to be a member of the Green Majority, you can do that. Help support our uh, show and the production of the show and the amount of time we have to spend on the show by becoming a member at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Green Majority. Sign up today. Enjoy. Welcome to the bonus show. I'm uh, in the other room now that I was sitting uh, three days ago, as far as you're concerned. <laughs> uh, Stefan, uh, we just discussed our bonus show topic, which is usually made up in the last 10 minutes of the show to the five minutes in between when we record that show and do this. Uh, and despite that, we still managed to come out with some interesting topics. So what have we chosen this week? Yeah, so it's a little bit of a, um, just sort of like a, you know, I remember, I remember before Trump came into power, um, there was a uh, there was a conversation that was had um, about uh, a lot of things came out of being like what to do when um, in a, at a time in which the um, how do you say it status quo yeah what to do with a dictator basically or mm. what to do with a with in which not in a dictator seems a little much but what to do when a when you have a leader or someone who who or someone you are have forced to interact with often um or be they will interact with you often i guess you don't have to you don't get to interact with them um necessarily uh is comes to power and what to do or in in how to keep your sanity basically mm. and one of the major pieces was to keep reminding yourself that some things aren't normal Mm-hmm. You know, just to keep reminding yourself every once in a while, like to go back and keep a list of everything that was done and remind, because like you can get to a place in which you've completely get blinded to some extent uh, by the um, to uh, to the to the completely unreasonable existence that we now live in, uh, because you just get you know you're just you're in a you're in a space that seems where weirdness gets more and more normalized, and then suddenly you're in a place which looks nothing like you were before, and you have no re- understanding why. Mm. And I think it's I think what's really interesting about that too is that like um if Trump was smarter he would have been like <laughs> thank god he's stupid that's what I'm like, essentially mm. what I'm saying because like if you were more tact tactical I don't know more, more 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 if you planned it better if you had a strategy um you could slowly do the boiling water frog thing right you could slowly change things but the thing is like and this is sort of what we were talking about is like uh, just a minute ago before we started recording was his recent attack on the journalist uh Mika uh, Pertinsky I think uh, it's from the Morning Joe show with mm-hmm. George Scarborough uh, on MSNBC uh is that it it seemed like people were starting to lull into like it, it was there was f- outrage fatigue around saying anything uh, around some of his comments and all of a sudden he said something like he sort of he jumped the bar up from a seven to to a nine to by saying these really over-the-top hideous things that forced even sitting like republicans that are like terrified of offending trump because they need to stay on his good side to be like okay i have to say something about this and it sort of reset all of us like oh right this is not normal uh but i felt like right up until that point like people were starting to settle on normal not accepting it but that sort of normal that's well, outrage fatigue when somehow it was managing to he was managing to avoid uh, or, or he was doing like this is like this what's interesting about that particular thing is that particular thing that one you know is 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 so petty and pathetic 
that it got a response. But some of the much more insidious things that have come out even recently um, or things that could easily have gone uh, or, or were managing to sort of be missed – you know, like they're, they've had, they've been slowly having more and more press briefings in which they don't allow TV cameras. Um, and like, how much easier is it claim that you didn't say something if I don't have a video of you? How right. often is Trump well known for basically lying until it's clear that there's a video of him saying that thing? You know, how often is this administration proven that you can't trust a single thing they say, even if you do have a video of them? So the idea that they can remove camera briefings um, as a way to like incur as a, is should be very concerning. Is a hundred percent an affront to the ability to hold them accountable? You know, and this is. And this is only one piece of it. And then the perhaps more in the perhaps more unbelievable part of the of the uh, Mika and Joe Scarborough story um, is is not only that um, that Mika Brzezinski and, and Joe Scarborough um, were the, the, the attack that you received from them, but that Trump that the National Enquirer Enquirer. Um, used Trump as uh, Trump for blackmail and harassment of them. Basically, so like, or sorry, Trump used National Enquirer of blackmail. So someone who works for the administration. At least this is a sto- this is the story that is that it was was given out by I believe it was Joe Scarborough, um, explaining something that happened. Um, was that um, he? It's <laughs> basically the story that. Uh, the someone in the administration told them, uh, this is Joe Scarborough and, and, and Mika, that if they did not retract, I think it was if they did not retract a story. I believe that was I believe that was the way to do this, um, or, or they did not. They, they, they basically, they did not. That they did if they did not sort of you know be nicer to Trump in some way, um, that a story attacking them would come out in the National Enquirer. So this is a person in the White House works for the government saying a private company will attack you. Um, and will embarrass you publicly if you don't get in line with with our uh, with with our total party line within our what, what the administration wants to say. Yeah, and it should be noted just quickly before we move on from that that this is something that Trump like this is part of Trump's playbook. He, the, he's done this since well before, specifically with the National Enquirer, because he's he knows the owner, and hmm. so it's not even just some random person making some random threat. This is Trump's personal contact that he's been using back from his real estate days to pressure people into deals. So this is like this is Trump 101 uh, to do this, not just like conceptually, but specifically with the National Enquirer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's very specific. They they have that specific piece too. And this is like what the point of really is. is, is the only point of this is that there is. We have to keep reminding ourselves that these pieces of these attacks that are occurring on the media, um, whether it's whether it's just Trump just deciding that you know that any source of, that he can just ignore or deny things he says that are true, like he's trying to create an entirely false world which he controls by you know saying one thing and then denying it, or by you know attacking anyone who, who doesn't like him, um, or by not allowing cameras uh, in his uh, in press briefings. Uh, these are Time after time after time, uh, an attack on our understanding of the world. Like that's what it is. It's an attack on our understanding of the world, which is incredibly dangerous when it comes to what we're actually going to do about things and how we're actually going to get anywhere, get anything solved. And so just remember and pay attention because things keep getting worse and we need to pay some attention, especially as like, you know, there's a story I think we covered on one of these shows maybe – a couple weeks ago, about this large purchase of a um, 
of, of it, it was a the purchasing of a uh, a wide ranging of local news stations by a conservative group, in which in, in the conservative group ran you know, ran the anti carry ads before the before this on their local stations, and this would end up, end up giving this one organization mass power over local media, um, and and of course, in which was being rejected by the previous um, uh, the previous regulatory body in the United States, uh, but is now looks like it's going to go through. And and again, these are the types of things that allow Trump to do this. If there's you know if there's people who will pair at him, and if there's media gets to a point in which they're allowing all this stuff to occur, we are we are in deep deep shit. Yeah. Um, so at the very so like I, I posted this on the Facebook all but but like paying for the news you want could could is is like getting is more and more important um, because of the amount of attacks that keep occurring, uh, especially from from Trump about like. Does our world exist at all? Yeah, and the I mean, and if that's facet one, facet two is that the the other part that's straight out of Trump's playbook is uh, uh, the fact that this is a distraction, right? Mm. He wants if the media is talking about the assault on journalism, a it makes them look defensive. So you know, it's the same tactic people use against like women uh, who try and report uh, sexual assault, right? You just throw a bunch of stuff at them, and then we're talking about the the person, the accuser, and not the accused. Um, and in this case, that being the journalists and, and Trump. So he's, he's actively trying to, he's trying to get you to talk about the outrage over Mika so that you don't talk about, uh, Scott Pruitt, what he's doing at the EPA or what, uh, Rex Tillerson's doing at the state department or what Scott Pruitt's doing. Sorry, I just said that Scott Pruitt's doing at the EPA or any of these other things, right? The more the news cycle is full of outrage, we, even if it's a miscalculation and there's an argument that it could be because eventually it could boil over where you just lose so much support or you, you keep peeling people away from you uh, as being sort of despicable liar uh, so it could I mean it could backfire it could it, the plan could not work but the intent is to do that so that we're not filling the news cycle with Russia we're not filling it with policy changes we're not filling it with the fact that for absolutely no reason you're going to yank healthcare away from 22 million people for the express purpose of giving the rich that yeah, not those for billions no of reason. dollars not for the reason They're, the reason is to give rich billions of dollars yeah, yeah. no sorry <laughs> I said for the express purpose of right uh, yeah uh, for the specific purpose of, of giving the rich, so which is you know essentially you talk about class warfare. Well, <laughs> that, that's class warfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, take money from poor, give to rich, let poor die, and we know that's what's going to happen. We absolutely know it's going to happen, uh, and we just don't care. Um, you know, we that's not the headline. Every time the headline is Trump said something to a journalist, so. Um, I mean, it's really hard, right? Because, and this is sort of, I was thinking about that there's a funny episode of a, a show that I like. I won't get sucked into it, I promise, Stefan. Uh, <laughs> but called, uh, this one goes to 11. And uh, it's, anyone who knows what that is will laugh very hard and I'm not going to explain it. So anyone else, just be <laughs> confused, too bad. Um, or Google, this one goes to 11. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, the idea is that like we need to, you know, our error bars, they need to increase to allow for these even more outrageous things, right? But at the same point, we can't let it reset 10. That's what not normal means, right? So, you know, if, we're, if our level of outrage goes from zero to 10, we need to add an 11. We need to be even more outraged, but we need to add 11 so that because we don't want to reset zero to now being where two is, mm. right? Or sorry, reset zero to being where even below that is, right? So we have to, we have to as, as Trump continues to do this stuff, we have to expand our range of outrage, not, <laughs> not allow him to reset 
where outrage stops and starts. Mm. And I think that's that's my biggest concern is that is that not normal that that sort of what we accept as normal reset uh, because that is the goal. And and to the extent that there is a plan on Trump's side that, you know, I don't think he's smart enough to be super tactful, tactful about it. But if there's one thing he knows, it's how to control messaging, right? That's the only reason he's not, uh, you know, on, on welfare himself, because he's an idiot and a fool and possibly in his late years, uh, possibly not all there mentally as well. Um, is that's the thing that keeps him alive is the one thing he knows it's how to control the message. And, and apparently that's all you need. Um, but just, yeah, I mean, I guess that's our, our, our message today is yeah, we should be outraged. <laughs> we should be outraged by that, but don't let us to distract us from the much more damaging things that are being done that, that are not being talked about every time we are talking about that. Yeah. Well, and, and, and furthermore, just the amount of which, um, you, you can allow if you, you know, Actually, if there's a, if there's a war, if there's a worry I have to some extent, it is that you get in the same scenario you have here in Toronto, which is that after you have someone who who is so 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 unreasonable and unfit for the office that we had, you know, with Ford here in Toronto, uh, and Trump sort of is in the same ilk to some extent. Yeah, and for American listeners, yes, you do, do actually know who that is. Yeah, this it's, is it's, it's, our, it's our it's our mayor who smoked crack. Yeah, um, I just I like to make sure that our listeners don't start tuning out because I right. think they don't know about something. We're no, talking yeah, about. So you like, know about this one. Yeah, yeah, but you won't know about the next one, which is that right after him comes Tory, and Tory has basically managed to do almost all the same things is still cutting things is p- giving the city no revenue tools to do anything and yet he's managed to be lauded because he's just not ford you know it's like how do you how do you make the, a, a person used to be the ceo of, of of one of our largest the largest telecom company in the world or not sorry in the world in canada um to be mayor of the of our largest city and not see him as sort of the elite um, or, or if he is the elite, he's not seen as sort of he's seen as a as a reasonable person. Well, you put him up against beside the person who just he just passed. It's the same thing about like you know you get rid of Trump, you get Pence, and everyone's gonna be like everyone's gonna see 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 the bribe, uh, take take a breath of relief. But in actuality, that's the policy could end up being worse. Yeah. You know, you might. Yes, we're probably not going to start another in terrible war that just you know like it's unlikely we'll start a completely random in confusing war um you know that trump easily could just because he's because he's actually you know unfit for office but you're still not going to you're still going to have 22 million people try to lose health care you're still going to have a bunch of draconian policies and things that you desperately don't want and so it's just also be aware of that i guess the other thing is like pay attention to what he's doing now but also realize that when you that he yeah he can't reset your filter on where on where where we should be yeah, and 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 just a, and this is super tangent, but we're we're pretty much going to wrap up. So I just I'm going to do it before we before we close out here. Uh, is that you know while we're talking about that, uh, Toronto recently was awarded uh, with one of the best maintained, or I forget what it was, most efficient. Uh, yeah, best TT. Yeah, best tra- uh, pu- public transit, yeah. it, and also uh, as as I already knew because I as I've mentioned before on the program, I did an extensive uh, subway research project as part of my undergraduate uh, here at U of T. Uh, comparing Toronto's transit system uh, from a sort of efficiency standpoint and from a dollar spent standpoint uh, for what you know dollars spent what you get uh, analysis versus other comparably sized cities around the world to, to verify that yes it has actually been dollar per what you get out of it for quite some time been incredibly efficient but there's a reason for it there's a very simple reason for it which is that the vast vast majority much higher than anywhere else uh, that I studied. Uh, and much higher than than many many places uh, of the proportion of that cost is put on the rider rather than on the urban population but 
everybody wins when you get people out of cars. When there's less cars on the road, even other people that don't that stay in their cars benefit because now their car ride is now more enjoyable, is faster, it's more efficient, it costs them less money for gas and blah, 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 blah. But still, we're going to essentially punish the people who are doing the thing that we want them to do. And so this is a good example of, you know, Tori uh, is now going to get to turn around and say, hey, look what I did. First of all, you didn't do it. You just didn't blow it up in, a, in the last couple of years. Uh, but besides the fact is like, look how good our system is. Imagine what happened what would happen if we actually funded it and and that's really where that sticks in my craw whenever i see in that because i think we do have an excellently run system it's but the the system and how it's planned is terrible and uh and it's just one of those opportunities of like false narrative right where yes that's true and i don't dispute that that's true but people are going to use it to do things like hey therefore hey look how great we are therefore we don't need to invest anymore in it um is just counterfactual and uh and and just really really urge people as usual that's part of the point of this entire show in the first place is uh don't let people tell you what to think about things find out the facts about things and then you decide how to think about things um because optics is everything when most people don't have any time to do much more than read headlines and and read you know brochures at election time that's what we get we get uh tory looks like a hero compared to ford because he doesn't smoke crack and uh trump looks acceptable uh when you don't hear about anything other than Trump, which is essentially his goal is to fill the news cycle with Trump. So anyway, uh, not a direct comparison, but I think still some transferable lessons. Uh, that sounds good. Why don't we wrap it up there, Stefan? Uh, we uh, once again have not cursed on the show. I give you once again the honor of saying something fun uh, because yeah. I have to put the explicit warning on this no uh, matter right. what. So we might as well use it. Uh, well, you know, have a fucking good long weekend. Oh, wait, no, this will be on Monday. Shit. No. <laughs> hey, you there got you go. two. <laughs> Stefan, thank you very much. Listener, thank you doubly as much. We love you. Yes. Take care.